Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Thursday to you all. I hope that you're having a really great day. Just a reminder that this week we are talking about self-growth tips, and today, specifically Thursday, we are going to be talking about nurture your relationships. But before we jump in, again, happy Thursday. I hope that you're having a really fantastic day. Whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end, I hope that it's going really well. And if you are having a tough day or you're just having a day where you really want to be able to forget part of it, you know, or put part of it in the past and just be positive and look towards the rest of the day as to be better and more fruitful and just more positive, then I encourage you to do the five minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself. This will allow you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. It'll also give you the opportunity to take a break from any issues or burdens that may be dragging you down causing you issues. Um, In addition to that, it also gives you the opportunity to draw a line in the sand and kind of just restart your day from where it is so that you can kind of forget or put whatever craziness has already happened in your day into the past, start it fresh, and just like go from there and feel very good about it. You can also take the time to problem solve um, an issue that you're dealing with someone else or by yourself and come up with a resolution, hopefully, to walk away with. And then I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, big, small, or medium size. Maybe you are grateful for, you know, being able to have time to sit down and get caught up on The Bachelorette. I don't watch that show and I don't have anything against anyone that does. I just don't. I just know that it's a really popular thing right now. Um, Maybe you're grateful for all the new Christmas albums that came out this year because I know that Tori Kelly, my favorite, came out with one. Um, Megan Trainer, Carrie Underwood, um, and I think several other people came out with Christmas albums, which is absolutely fantastic. Maybe you're grateful that you were able to have a night in, you know, get caught up on The Mandalorian. That is what we did, and I do feel very excited about it. Um, Or maybe you're just grateful that you had time to finish your shopping or clean up your house or just get caught up on anything in your life that you feel like you were behind on. It's fantastic. You can be grateful for literally anything. The list is endless, which makes it so fantastic, right? And then last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day because hopefully being able to reflect on things that you are grateful for will put you in a mindset to think more positively and by doing so, it will help you get through those rougher times for sure. Uh, But I do hope that you are having a fantastic day. Again, like I said at the top of the show this week, we are talking about self-growth tips. And today, Thursday, we are speaking about nurture your relationships. So let's go ahead and jump right in. I think that taking the time to nurture your relationships is important self-growth because it takes time and patience and dedication to stay connected to the people in your life. And it can be very easy to get so overwhelmed and consumed with what is going on in our own lives and the struggles we are personally dealing with. You know, a lot of times we can be so focused on us, you know, so zoned in, centered in on what's going on in our immediate lives with our immediate family or whomever we are living with. Um, And I don't think that it's always just because we're so self, like, because we might be self-absorbed or, you know, all about us. No, it's just really easy to get sucked in because you're trying to problem solve or deal with it or figure out what you need to do next and what next steps and planning and all that. So they can kind of take your focus away from a lot of other things in your life, not just 
relationships, but also work and your own hobbies and um, yeah, just other, um, not obligations, but you know, just other parts of your life, you know, if you are dealing, especially if you're dealing with something that's really heavy and hard and tough. But even doing um, something as small as calling or texting um, someone on the regular will help to better those relationships and show that you care for the people in your life. It's the smallest things that can make a really big difference. It doesn't always have to be big gestures or big deals or anything that someone else could actually see and notice. It can definitely be things that are on the down low and only between you and the person, um, whether it is a friend or a romantic partner or just a family member. Um, And taking the time to check in on others is something so super simple, but can be for sure something we take for granted or don't or think won't be missed, right? If you, um, if you, if you might feel like, oh, well, you know, that person has a lot of friends. I don't need to text them and check in. I don't need to, you know, if I wish them a happy birthday, they might not even get that message. Why do I really need to do that? Um, And it's definitely not about like thinking that you don't want to do that. It's more, it's again, it's thinking that maybe you don't think it'll matter or that it'll just be something that, uh, you know, that we think we can do next time, right? Um, But sometimes there's not always a next time, which I know sounds really morbid and dark, um, but it's important to realize that, that we shouldn't take the times that we have with our friends for granted. We should definitely be cherishing um, all the time we have together, even if we have a hundred years together, you know? Um, I would kind of think of it as like a relationship. Um, This is going to sound... This is going to sound bad, but I mean well. Think of it as like a relationship that you would have with like a family pet that you love. You know, they're not going to live forever and they're not going to live as long as humans, especially dogs, especially bigger dogs. And you want to cherish all the time in the world that you have with them because, you know, some big dogs only live till they're like 15. Um, and, you know, little little dogs will live a little bit longer, but, you know, you, you want to cherish all the time you have together because you know it's not going to be forever. And, you know, I feel like with our human friends, we just think that it's going to be forever. They're always going to be around, but what if something happens or what if they move away or, you know, there are all kinds of different things, circumstances that could happen in our lives. And I don't want you to think negatively about it, but we should also, um, I just want to hammer home the point of not taking our relationships for granted or thinking that um, they won't care to hear from us because if you want to message them or you want to talk to them and you think it's important, um, even if they may not put as much as importance on it as you do, you should still do it because um, it'll just validate how you are feeling and I feel like that's super important. Um, but yeah, taking the time to check in on others um, can be difficult and this is especially, I mean, it's it's easy but it can be difficult for some people and this is especially true for people that deal with anxiety and find it hard to communicate with others. I have this issue and uh, earlier today on Instagram there was, uh, you know, how you just go through people's stories and they're sharing other people's posts or, you know, quotes and whatever. And I saw one where it was talking about um, kind of giving people with anxiety a break because it's very typical of people that deal with anxiety, especially at a high level of them being so caught up in what they're going to say and how they're going to say it and what they need to do and how to respond and everything that they just won't respond. And I'm definitely one of those people. I have trouble responding to people and I will either respond like right in the moment or I will take hours, days sometimes. There's definitely been times where my friends have 
um, text me and I will see the text um, but I won't respond right away because I don't know what to say. I don't know if what I'm going to say is going to be stupid or not good enough or whatever. And then um, I've had it to a point where someone actually called me and I won't answer the phone. And that sounds really silly, right? That sounds really, um, you know, rude, right? As if I'm screening people's calls on purpose, which I am. But it's tough for me sometimes because I just can't. I don't know what to say, right? I feel so caught up in not knowing what to say, how to say it, say it the best way. Um, and it's it's tough for me. So there's definitely been times where friends have called and they have screened my calls. And I mean, I've screened their calls and it's not because I don't want to talk to them. It's just because I don't know what to do. I just get so wrapped up in my own feelings and emotions that I just, I, I feel paralyzed really. Um, and I feel like this can also happen with written words. So a good friend of mine that was friends with me through um, middle school and high school, um, and I knew her in elementary, but we weren't like close friends or anything. And she wrote me a letter and she sent it in September. And um, I had lost it actually for two months and then I, cause we moved. Um, and so I found it, but I've been intending on sending a response but I don't know what to say and I don't know what would be good enough and I don't know what would warrant an actual letter and I already know she's probably like already offended I haven't sent a letter back because I haven't even texted her to let her know that I lost the letter because I was already embarrassed and I, I had given myself enough time to um to be like okay well if I never did find it I would let her know but I did find it because I was confident that I could find it um but anyway I just and I don't know what to how to respond I don't know what to say um and I feel already feel super embarrassed but I know that I have to write her back and apologize and be like hey I'm an idiot can you forgive me I'm so sorry I need to um work on communicating better and I just do and I feel like I communicate really well in the moment with people um or if I take the time to do it but usually if it's like on the spot I have I I don't know I just sometimes I have trouble right when I have when I when I have the option to not respond right away no matter what the way that the communication type is in person on the phone via text email whatever letters um I will take all the time in the world and sometimes it just won't ever get done you know so anyway, um, yeah, so if you have friends like that and you're like, man, they never get back to me or they get back to me like days later, hours later, weeks later, like it, it, it could not, it, it could be that they're ignoring you, but it could also be that they have trouble communicating. And so if you feel like that could be part of their issue, um, maybe just be like, hey, I just want to check in and make sure you're okay and if you are having trouble getting back to me um, because you, you know, you don't know what to say or feel anxious about it, that's okay. It's totally fine. I just want to know that you're okay. And if you are the person that has that trouble, that issue, I would encourage you to kind of let people know so that it's not, they're not blindsided by that. And um, that's the, that's the trouble that I was having and I believe that I let one friend know that I I let like two people know that I, I just, I struggle from that. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I really get paralyzed in the moment. And it's because, um, part of the reason is because for me, and it seems this is true for a lot of people that you're so, um, the, the relationship means so much to you. Um, it's so close to you. It's, it's, it's amazing that, you want to make sure that whatever you say is good enough. You know, you want to make sure that whatever response that you give won't offend them. They won't be upset by it. They will like it. 
and they will find uh, your love and care and attention in it, right? You want it all to be wrapped up in a cute little bow like that. And, um, and it just means so much to you. And I feel like people that, you know, have trouble communicating or are keeping up with friendships, um, they, you know, people will assume that they don't care about the relationship, but I feel like it's the complete opposite. They care so much that they get so paralyzed with how to respond. So anyway, I didn't think I was going to talk that much about that, but I just, you know, if it felt, it felt right to share that. So, but making the time uh, to connect with others will really help your relationships stay intact and continue to grow. You know, the proof in this case are those relationships that you um, cannot talk for many months. Like, you know, you just, you know, you just both get caught up in whatever your own thing is and then be able to easily pick back up again because you spent the time nourishing it previously and still have many many check-ins here and there and many check-ins. I mean, like maybe a quick call or not even a call, just a text or maybe you like uh, chit chat via social media somehow, you know, you just kind of stay in touch in a mini way. And then when you are able to see that person again or talk to them a little bit longer than just a text message, you're able to just like jump right back into that relationship because you already spent the time nurturing it and making sure that it is intact. And relationships are super important like obviously um you know romantically relationships friendships family relationships are super important because no one wants to do life alone like you know you might enjoy your alone time i definitely enjoy my alone time um but you no one wants to do life totally alone and i know there can be periods and seasons of our life where we do want to spend more time alone but not the whole whole thing and um and of course, you know, God and Jesus are always there for us, no matter what. But like he has given us, blessed us with people and community to be in our lives for a reason. So um, no one wants to do life alone. It's nice to have people around to celebrate your wins and help you through your struggles, of course. Um, and it's fun to cel- other, celebrate other people and it's fun to help other people. It can also be a learning opportunity because as I've mentioned before, everyone is different and can benefit from the other's knowledge and experiences. You know, there's definitely going to be different experiences. Even if you feel like you have the same experiences, there's definitely going to be like a little tidbits that are different there, different upbringing, different knowledge, um, that they have acquired, through experience or through school or what have you. So it's nice to like learn from your friends and to just get a different perspective and, you know, ask them what they would think about what someone said or what someone did or what they should do and this to make this and that decision. You know what I mean? It's just beneficial to have someone else to bounce things off of, someone else to hang out with, someone else to talk to, someone else to just express how you feel and kind of, you know, figure out if you are thinking the right things or you know, kind of on the the correct path, like uh, based on someone else's uh, perspective. So yeah, but in bonding with others, you know, sharing life with others and having someone that's got your back is a great feeling and something we should be super grateful for. And you don't need a ton of friends to do this. You can even just have a few um, because I do feel like the more friends you have, it will be a lot harder to keep up unless you guys are always like together, then it could maybe be a little easier. You have some sort of like way to communicate in bulk um but I personally for me I prefer just have a few friends because then I don't feel like I'm tugged all over the place and I feel like I can actually spend time to really deeply get to know those people 
But today, I want to share with you five tips on how to nurture both friendships and romantic relationships and also family relationships. So, Tip number one is to embrace vulnerability. It's important to be vulnerable with the people that you consider close friends and people that you um, are kind of sharing your life with. Sure, you're going to share your life more with like a like a romantic partner, but also with friends. You know, for friends, you can get really deep and really close. So it's important to embrace vulnerability, to be like really transparent and authentic with them about what you're going through and what your struggles are and what your wins are, and then share those things back and forth so that you you can just have more of a transparent, honest relationship um, where you can help each other and build each other up and really encourage each other to uh, do their best and be their best selves and to get better at whatever weaknesses they're focusing on and continue to embrace their strengths. Um, it can be really hard to be vulnerable and share, you know, deep things, but I feel like the more that you do it, practice it, um, it becomes a little bit easier and um, it's it's amazing. It's beautiful actually. So tip number two is to be a regular. So it's important, like I've already mentioned, to be a regular in contact, in reaching out and checking in. You know, um, I am terrible at this and I've admitted this to one of my closest friends from college. You know, she's always the person that's reaching out first and I will reply back. I've been trying to be the person that will reach out first and you know show her that I care but again it goes back to it really does I will think about her like you know before today I was washing the dishes and I was like oh I need to reach out to her and see if she's this has happened or that's happened or how this is going and you know um and I think about people all the time that I just don't reach out I'm just like okay well I don't want to bother them or is it too late or you know maybe they don't have anything to say or maybe they're upset or you know what I mean like I just go in this like um tailspin of a worrying emotions about what's going to how it's all going to play out right um but then the other thing that I struggle with that maybe someone else struggles with is sometimes when we are going through our own things that are just so heavy just feel like too much it's really hard to take on anyone else's baggage and you know as a friend you want to be there for people you want to encourage them and love on them and help them carry their baggage a little bit especially if they're going through hard times Um, but when you're already doing that to the max of your capacity with your own stuff, it can be really hard to help someone else. And I do know that something that I talk about a lot is like when you are going through a hard time, like turning your eyes on someone else and helping them because it'll help you feel better and not make you think so much about your problems. But sometimes um, you can do that, but you can only do it to a certain extent. So if your friend is going through something as hard and difficult as you are going through, that will be that could be really difficult for you to help them shoulder that burden because your shoulders are already full and weighed down. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it is important to be a regular, check in on people, call them, send them letters, send them messages, um, make sure you're catching up with them on what's going on on so that uh, you don't feel like you're getting behind and you feel like you still know them in the season of life they're currently in and you still have that uh, connection. Tip number three is to be open to feedback. So I would encourage you to not be, like if you know these people well enough and they're good, good friends, maybe try not to be offended by everything. I feel like this, you know, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I feel like a lot of people these days like to go out and find something to be offended by um it's like a trend it's like the thing to do and um I think it's kind of unfair right it's just why why are you all of a sudden deciding that you're going to be offended by something um 
but that's a discussion for another day but it's it that all brings back to you know be open to feedback so if someone um, I would just say try not to be offended by things that people say to you especially if they are being vulnerable and open and honest and maybe they do want to give you some constructive criticism and feedback on like what you should do better in this that and whatever situation or if you guys or, or whatever is going on just be open to it it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to accept it it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do what they are you know suggesting that you do take their advice at all it's just them offering feedback hopefully in a nice respectful way you considering it and then and then moving on whichever direction you choose but you should be open to it because sometimes um, people have really great ideas and their perspective is going to be different from the one that you have so they pop they might be able to see things that you haven't seen yet and understand things a little differently than you that could be beneficial to you Tip number four is to build trust. Obviously, in relationships that are close ones, you want to build trust with uh, the other person. Um, you want to be able to not always second guess you sharing something with them, not second guess you um, spending time with them, um, counting on them to help you do something, to be there for something. So, but by doing that, you can't always question them and second guess them. You have to you know, go out on a limb and trust them that they are going to abide by their word until they show you who you are. You know, it's just like, um, it's like this quote and I heard it today and I've, I feel like I've heard it a lot lady, lately. It's like something about, um, believe when people tell you who they are or like what they are or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, so if someone is demonstrating to you that they can't be trusted, that they will spill all your secrets and they won't be supportive, then believe them. Believe that 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 is that is who they are don't think that they're going to change randomly someday um that's just who they are so you have to accept that and then um see if you need to build trust only in certain areas or you need to move on from that relationship because you aren't able to build the trust up there but build the trust so that you have someone that you actually can confide in and someone that you can count on um, because i feel like that is a strong point of friendships relationships in general and tip number five and the last tip I want to share with you guys today is to set and respect boundaries. Boundaries are super important, obviously. Um, it's very important for you to set your boundaries. So if there are certain things that you don't want to talk about, um, even with them, they're just too tough for you. Or there are certain activities you don't want to engage in or there are certain habits you just don't want to do or what have you. Make sure that you communicate those very straightforwardly. Not aggressively, but forwardly. And if they do that to you, you need to respect those boundaries and understand that they have those limits in place for a reason. It is not your job or your, um, it's not your job or your right to try to overstep those bounds to try to do your own correction or to tell them what they need to do um, or try to fix anything in their life, especially if they've already set a boundary and said, hey, we're not going to touch this. We're not going to talk about this. We're not going to look at this. This doesn't exist. Please do not engage in this and then just respect them for that. And if they decide to change their minds later and kind of like let you in on that, then that's fine. But you need to respect the boundaries that they have set and then enjoy your relationship from there. Um, but yeah, so there is nothing else. Um, oh, I guess one more thing on this that's just come to my mind. It's important for you to set boundaries in relationships because you might be like, well, you know, I want them to have access to all of me. However, there are going to be things that you don't want to talk about, you don't want to engage in, you want to do, everything I already talked about. 
But don't be afraid to set boundaries because it is your right to do so. They probably have boundaries set themselves and it's the thing that'll keep you safe and make you feel very in control of like who you are, what you're about, and what you are going to engage in and how people treat you. So set boundaries and respect others. Okay, that's everything I have to share with you guys today. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. You guys are fantastic. I hope that you have a good rest of your day. Check the description box for notes for the show, where to find me on Instagram. Um and or uh, my email address for any questions comments concerns prayer requests feedback topics suggestions or just to say hey hi and hello to me um i hope you guys have a great day happy thursday we're almost to friday it's almost the weekend and we're inching closer to christmas (laughs) can you tell i'm excited um but yes again thank you so much for listening downloading sharing i love you guys you're amazing until next time i will see you next time And come back tomorrow because we're talking about stop waiting and start doing. Goodbye.